Patriarch 0108 Mother, what claim does Father have over your body, your mind, your spirit, the shape of your days? Have you not desired freedom from the covenant? The eldest fills his belly with strong wine tonight and feeds the rage in his heart with stolen bread. What use is living beneath Father's long shadow? Tell me, tell me, am I meant to go to the grave without a woman or children my own? Tell me, is it better to speak in ancient mysteries than plain talk with plain men over plain days? Father, I want a grand palace and concubines, heirs, medals dangling from my chest to see a man bow his head as I pass for fear of offending me. Damn the fire, the madness, my father, the patriarch. Can I not stand at the gates and offer wisdom in exchange for a kiss, for prostration, for you? Am I not a fair judge of disputes? Keanu's dreams of 50 men running before him are interrupted by the sight of mother returning from the market, and the rage lust rises in his guts, the hatred for all that does not belong to him, and all must belong to him from this day on. I now see the secret of our kings. All is mine, all belongs to all of us who realize we are nothing but aberrations of the universe bound by law and time. Keanu seizes his mother and drags her down, though she draws the blade from her belt and rams it into his eye. Do you hear the roar, O Sodom? A blinded sun runs for your love. This poem is focused on Keanu and coming largely from his perspective. He has rejected the fire that his other brothers took. He's already indicated that he's going to betray his father when they lit the altar and he gave him a kiss in the same way that Judas gives Jesus a kiss in the garden. And so now Keanu is still at home. The other brothers have left and he is wondering what to make of his life and kind of stewing in these thoughts of who he is and what he deserves, even though really he deserves nothing at this point and he wants to he wants to be admired by men he wants he has this you know this this sh shallow level is that he wants a family of his own he wants his own life but when you get into the depths of his desire it's actually to be admired to have men bow before him he wants power and he knows that he cannot have that power if he follows in his father's footsteps and follows his father's um, pathway. Okay, we'll move through the poem. Mother, what claim does father have over your body, your mind, your spirit, the shape of your days? So Keanu is talking to the mother in this, and, and not, not talking directly to her, but thinking about her. Uh, as she's gone, she's going to return in this poem, but he's thinking about her and just who possesses who, who, who has power over who. And uh, I think w whenever you get lost in those thoughts, they can consume you. And that's what's happening to him. He's, his mind is turning on him as he's thinking about power and what should belong to him that doesn't. Even to the level of his mother, in a sense, belongs to his father. And he doesn't think even think that that's fair. And so he says, mother, what claim does father have over your body, your mind, your spirit, the shape of your days? Have you not desired freedom from the covenant? Have you not wanted to be uh, free from this kind of bond that they've made in marriage? 
and then it goes to the, the narrator says the eldest that's Keanu fills his belly with strong wine tonight he's drinking and stewing over these questions and he feeds the rage in his heart with stolen bread and so that's a small detail but um one thing that I imagined in this scene is that he is he's kind of moving towards the edges of of madness already and he has he has stolen bread even though he doesn't have to just to feel that that rush and 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 to to take things that he thinks should belong to him so he feeds fills his belly with strong wine and feeds the rage in his heart with stolen bread what use is living beneath father's long shadow this is back in his mind he doesn't want to live beneath father's long shadow tell me tell me am i meant to go to the grave without a woman or children of my own these are these kind of excuse desires. These are not the these are not the root issues, but he's asking himself, and you know, if I have to take this fire and move into the world, carry this fire into the worlds my brothers have done, am I not meant to go to the grave without a woman or children of my own, or am I meant to go to the grave without a woman or children of my own? Tell me, is it better to speak in ancient mysteries as his brothers are doing? Is it better to live this life where you are? soaked in ancient mysteries in danger in this kind of uh really this kind of crazy life that they have been called into he's asking is it is it better to do that than plain talk with plain men over plain days again this is kind of a the excuse level where he's saying i just want a simple life i just want a family a simple life not to have anything complicated and then he gets deeper into what he really wants. He says, Father, I want a grand palace and concubines. So he wants power. Heirs, instead of sons, he wants heirs. You know, that that's a that word is different than just children or sons or daughters. He wants heirs. Medals dangling from my chest. To see a man bow his head as I pass for fear of offending me. So now we're at the root of what he truly wants, which is, to be honored among men. Damn the fire, the madness, my father, the patriarch. So he's he's truly turning now in this moment. The the strong wine is filling his belly and he's really turning. Damn the fire, the madness, my father, the patriarch. Can I not stand at the gates and offer wisdom in exchange for a kiss? And so he's he's imagining himself at the gates of the city literally offering standing outside the gates of the city offering wisdom to those who come and, I, and I, I need to double check on this i should have before i started recording this but this is this is from an idea from the bible i believe this is from absalom who is the son of david who stands at the gates of the city and and offers wisdom to the people who come to him and so that, that's that's uh, that's not my idea that is intentionally pulled from the bible and i believe it is absalom but i, I need to double check but he says can I not be that person that, that people look to that need in exchange for a kiss for prostration for them to bow before him? He says, am I not a fair judge of disputes? And so then he thinks Keanu's dreams that goes back to the narrator. Keanu's dreams of 50 men running before him. Again, that's from the Bible. Dreams of 50 men running before him are interrupted by the sight of mother returning from the market and the rage lust rises in his guts. And so he's at home. He, I imagine him outside eating this stolen bread, stewing over these ideas, drinking heavily. And mother, mother comes back from the market. 
And she's going to become the focus of all of this rage and bitterness inside of him. From the ra- from the market and the rage the rage lust rises in his guts. I don't think it's really a lust for her physically. It's just a lust for power, and she's the closest object that um, he can exert that power on. The hatred for all that does not belong to him, and all must belong to him from this day on. So he has made the turn. He is going to become that person. And then this goes back into Keanu's mindset. He says, I now see the secret of our kings. He's beginning to understand how power really works. He says, all is mine. All belongs to all of us who realize we are nothing but aberrations of the universe bound by law and time. And so this is a, this is a real distinction here in the people of God who understand that all is mine in a sense that God as God created all of the earth, he also created me to be to rule over the earth. And so all is mine um, in that sense. And we and, and this other idea of like we know joy is knowing how the story ends. And so you understand that everything belongs to you, that, that God created this world for you to go forth and discover the universe and to and to discover God in this universe that he created. But Keanu's thinking about this differently. Because he says, all belongs, all, be, all must belong to him from this day on. I now see the secret of our kings. All is mine. All belongs to all of us who realize we are nothing but aberrations of the universe bound by law and time. And so King Elias shares this same type of mentality when he thinks about uh, human labor and slaves and his citizens. They belong to him because he, because in his mind, they are nothing. If the human has no value, if the individual has no value, no real value you can treat the individual however you want because they're not they're no different than a rock they're no different than a tree they're no different than anything and so that is where Keanu gets to he realizes if I'm going to be powerful I need to see people as nothing as as simply tools to build myself into this person that um, I want to become and then Keanu, what he does is as his mother comes, he's going to seize her. And his intentions are not made known. I don't even know, in, in my mind, I don't even know what his what he would do uh, once he seizes her. I think it's just a, a, a visceral reaction that has no real aim. But it says, Keanu seizes his mother and drags her down. Though she draws the blade from her belt and rams it into his eye, and so this <laughs> this is a uh, this is a woman who is <laughs> severe in, in in her own ways. Obviously, when he seizes her, he's obviously drunk, um, obviously angry. Keanu seizes his mother, drags her down, and she draws a blade from her belt and rams it into his eye. And so he's going to become this one-eyed man from now on. And uh, especially as so, so much of the imagery is around being able to see or not see. Uh, I think that that's going to be significant, that he's, he's the one-eyed man. It says, do you hear the roar, O Sodom? Uh, the roar is from Keanu crying out from this pain. And Sodom, obviously a reference to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, but he's he's going to move 
towards the the 12th city, which is where King Elia is the king. Uh, It says, a blinded son runs for your love. So Keanu is blinded by this blade in his eye, and he's going to go to the 12th city. He's going to go where he imagines he can acquire this power, where he sees himself standing outside the gates, offering wisdom, grand palaces, concubines, heirs, medals dangling from his chest. He's going to make the move, leave his father's house, and go and pursue his desires. So I'll read it one more time. This is 0108 from Patriarch. Mother, what claim does father have over your body, your mind, your spirit, the shape of your days? Have you not desired freedom from the covenant? The eldest fills his belly with strong wine tonight and feeds the rage in his heart with stolen bread. What use is living beneath father's long shadow? Tell me, tell me, am I meant to go to the grave without a a woman or children of my own? Tell me, is it better to speak in ancient mysteries than plain talk with plain men over plain days? Father, I want a grand palace and concubines, heirs, medals dangling from my chest, to see a man bow his head as I pass for fear of offending me. Damn the fire, the madness, my father, the patriarch. Can I not stand at the gates and offer wisdom in exchange for a kiss? For prostration? For you? Am I not a fair judge of disputes? Keanu's dreams of 50 men running before him are interrupted by the sight of mother returning from the market, and the rage lust rises in his guts, the hatred for all that does not belong to him, and all must belong to him from this day on. I now see the secret of our kings. All is mine. All belongs to all of us who realize we are nothing but aberrations of the universe bound by law and time. Keanu seizes his mother and drags her down, though she draws the blade from her belt and rams it into his eye. Do you hear the roar, O Sodom? A blinded sun runs for your love.